So today I want to talk with you around the whole idea of managing expectations, setting boundaries, really creating some breathing room with your time so that you can enjoy life. Uh, I know with having kids and working your business and trying to maintain your marriage that sometimes, you know, because I'm included, you can feel like you're giving more to one than the other at any point in time. And in some cases, you feel like you are failing in the department that you're not putting your energy into. And that can become deflating at times, especially as a woman, because we pride ourselves on being able to take care of our families and our personal lives. So. One of the number one questions that I get asked on a really regular basis is how I'm able to manage all the kids, the business, maintain the marriage, still find time for myself. And to be quite honest, this is really a work in progress. It's not perfect. But what I've really tried to do is create a system for both setting boundaries and then managing expectations around those boundaries for the household so that we're all on the same page. And so that anytime it comes time for us to make a decision that's going to be external to what we've got going on, that it's an easier decision making process, which relieves some of that stress and takes some of the pressure off, which also makes for a very happier household. So today I want to share a little bit of how we go through that process with you all in hopes that you can glean from a little bit of what we do and maybe try some of this stuff on your own and see how it works. And if it works, then great. You've got a new system to help manage your household. And maybe you can take a little bit of what I share and a little bit of somebody else's share and try to come up with something that really creates a balanced lifestyle for yourself so that you don't find yourself pulling out your hair or feeling guilty and having a whole lot of self-doubt because you are struggling with maintaining all of the areas of your life that you really have a commitment to. So that's today's episode really hope it helps. I'd love to hear your thoughts and your feedback on it at the end of the show. So be sure to review, rate, subscribe uh, so that I know that this is helpful for you and I can keep creating content that's going to help. So let's hop into today's episode. You're listening to the K Whitaker podcast created for boss moms and wives committed to slaying both their family and professional goals. You could say this show is the intersection of being a really good boss, a really good mom, and a really good wife, and doing them all on your terms. My name is Kay Whitaker, and I'm your host, and together we'll have unfiltered conversations with moms from across the world about what it really takes the life that you dream about. Our guests will share stories of triumphs, fears, challenges, and will empower us with their own perspectives on how we can navigate through our own challenges and conquer them to come out victorious on the other side. I'm an entrepreneur running two businesses alongside my husband, Tim. We're raising four kids ranging in age from teenager to infant, and all of our kids outside of the infant are super, super busy. So with everything that we have going on, we pride ourselves on making sure that we still make time for each other and we still take our individual time to do the things that we love. I've designed this show to be a safe place for honesty, vulnerability, and empowerment to support one another as we boldly go after life's dreams, tear down old ideologies that keep us hostage, and as we pursue our own modern definitions of success. If you're an ambitious boss mom looking for a community that supports you while you continue to evolve into the woman that you and everyone else loves, then I invite you to stick around because you're already amongst a good group of girlfriends. Now, without any further ado, let's hop into today's episode. 
All right, so today we're talking all about those good old boundaries and expectations that everybody has on you and how you can create a system to help you manage your decision-making process, to create some space in your life so you can really enjoy yourself. Um, So one of the first things that I like to kind of do when it comes to a point where I am feeling like I am not doing some area of my life well, typically it will fall into one of two categories. Either I think I'm failing as a business owner and I'm over exceeding as a mom and a wife or I feel like I'm not giving enough of my attention to the household but I'm killing it in business and sometimes to be quite honest I feel like I ain't doing nothing right but (laughs) uh, when I get to those places because those are real places and real emotions uh, I like to kind of do an exercise to help me rebalance and get myself back to a focal point where I can know where I need to be spending my time and how I can make easier decisions so that I can get back to a happy place in life. And if I'm happy, then everybody in my house is happy because if I'm unhappy, then everybody is unhappy. So when I start to feel like that, I start to do a process of what I like to call like priority checking. And when I'm priority checking, I have three main buckets of my life that I'm checking priorities for because I do not perform well when there's a lot on my plate. I am not a huge multitasker, doesn't work really well for me. I have to have a primary focus, a secondary focus, and then I have to have an action plan to help me to accomplish one thing that will help me to accomplish several other things, if that makes sense. So when I'm priority checking and when I'm feeling like I'm off and I'm not performing at my max, I like to sit down and say, okay, okay, what's happening right now in life that is priority for you professionally, personally, family-wise, so that you can get yourself in check. You can find a couple of things that you can work on that will have a major positive impact on everything else that's happening. So inadvertently, you don't have to think too much because I can't have a lot in my brain. It's already enough going on up there. I cannot have like 19 piles of stuff that I'm thinking about. I've got to systemize it so that I don't go into shutdown because I'll shut down if I'm not doing any of it well. So when I'm priority checking, I'll pretty much take out a piece of paper and I'll draw three boxes, personal, professional, family, and I'll say, all right, in this season of life right now, like right now where I am, what are the non-negotiables in life that they have to be done right now? If it's not done, then something's not gonna happen right. So professionally, what season am I in? What part of the business model do I need to be focusing on? What products or services do I need to be focusing on pushing? Like, where am I in this season that needs my utmost attention? Has to happen right now. If it doesn't happen right now, something's going to, like, break, okay? I do that professionally. I do that for the family. And it's six of us. So for all six of us, um, for myself, I will list out family-wise what's priority. For the children... I will list out family-wise what's priority. What does Jordan have going on? What does Elijah have going on? What is Morgan doing? You know, Summer ain't doing much, but if she was, then she'd be on that list too. You know, and then I get with Tim, like, where are you? So I kind of list out everybody's must-haves, like right now in this season. So is it marching season for the band or is it concert season? Um, Are these activities that they're asking to do, is it going to be something that's going to help them get money for school is it it for a grade like we kind of go through this stuff because you know the kids every day they think your schedule is their schedule so every day it'll be something new can I can I can I 
and I have to kind of manage that can I can I can I because I don't like to tell my kids no but at the same time you know I speak no as a second language so this helps me say no with confidence so I kind of go through everybody's like season of life right now where are we what is a must-have and I prioritize that like what are we doing right now what does everybody have to do right now because it is priority and the stuff that is not then let's kind of put that in a bucket to the side and then personally my own personal goals what's priority what's pressing right now is it something health wise that I need to do is there something that I just want to do to make me feel better is it cosmetic like what is priority and I do that for each bucket of life right so personal professional family and then I take that list and I kind of prioritize on a level of one two and three one meaning it's got to happen right now two meaning you know I would like to see it happen within the next few months three meaning if it happens this year cool if not then you know I'm I'm not gonna die um and at three threes automatically come off the list all right automatically come off the list So at this point, I'm left with one and twos. And this is the point where I solicit the help of the husband. Now, when I go to the husband, I'm not saying, hey, honey, it's time to priority check. When I'm going to him, I'm saying, hey, babe, you know, I'm kind of feeling like things are a little off for me right now. So I want to run what I've got in my mind as priority by you. And if I've missed anything that includes you that's going to affect you, please let me know. And then I'm going to need a little help coming up with a plan on how we're going to manage all of this. Because in my house, just so you know, uh, my husband still works a full-time job. He has a very demanding schedule. So, and, and we are borderline got some tradition going on in the house where I'm here to be available to the kids. So if something pop off at the school, that's my job to go and see what's going on all the activities and stuff that's kind of what I do I take care of that while he go out he works you know we kind of have that mommy's at home mommy's available that's why I work primarily from home so the kids can see me they can see that yes mommy has a job she does very well she has all of this stuff going on but she still pays attention to the family so there's still an element of tradition that we really hold tight to um but at the same time you know I can't do everything so at the point where I'm feeling like I'm not performing at my max, I have to in- solicit his 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 help, right? Because <laughs> that's what we are. We're a team. So I'm like, hey, baby, I'm not performing at my max. I've kind of looked at everything that's going on. Here's what I see. Here are the things that are, like, pressing right now. They got to happen. Have I missed anything? Where are you? Is there anything that's kind of changed with you? And we kind of have a discussion about it, right? And ultimately, out of this discussion, we'll figure out the things that have to be addressed, right now in this season so the things that have to be addressed right now in this season then we kind of create some expectations for everybody for everybody like we've got teenagers even down to the six-year-old there's expectations for her and requirements so that the house runs smoothly right so we first start with what our expectations are of each other right all right babe I know you're working a lot but Elijah got track practice he got football practice on these days on these days Morgan has Girl Scouts Uh, on these days Jordan has band practice she has horn lessons like on these days I want to go out and chill you know we still gotta make time for each other we still have to have our date time so there's a lot going on you know my girlfriends mentioned that we want to take a girls trip you know I've really been wanting to try to lose some weight you know so I need to be going to the gym like all of these things are coming out 
all of these things are coming out and we're weighting them on a scale one two three right so once we finalize the ones the twos then i kind of look at okay out of all of this crap that we got going on what are a couple of things that i can focus on that if i do those things really really well they will have a positive impact on everything else that i'm doing so professionally if i have identified like let's say now the podcast is the thing right we know that from a business standpoint we're booked on -on one-on-one clients for a season you know we've got a couple of other products that we could push but we know that we're trying to grow the audience for the podcast and this is this so i'm not going to stress myself out with growing a podcast and trying to take on another major project in the business instead i'm going to focus all of my energy on the activities that are required in order to grow this podcast and everything else kind of takes a back seat i'm gonna put some deadlines on it i'm gonna put some you know this right here if i am recording on this day this day is not negotiable don't schedule anything for me if the kids have anything going on i'm not going to be available it's that type of thing that this is the conversation that we're having so wednesdays are my recording days on my recording days i'm not available to pick the kids up you know if there's something that comes up i'm going to need you to step in because this day right here is the day that i've set aside to make sure that this piece of the business moves forward and i need that time uninterrupted in order to get this done likewise with the kids schedule my kids my 15 year old and my 12 year old is even now getting to the point where if you if we have allowed you to commit to something extracurricular then we need the schedule of events in advance all of that's going on the calendar and we're going to look at the things that are special to what you've committed to and say okay these are the things that mommy and daddy both have to be at these are the things that mommy or daddy can be at and these are the things that come hell out water everybody's here everybody's here don't care what's happening and we compare the kids schedules against one another to ensure that mommy and daddy are available and that we can manage who's gonna do what and who's gonna get it done and when we're gonna come who we're gonna go and if we need some help in order to get it done so in addition to the tradition that we have with me being home and me being present my husband is also anti-nanny so for the longest i've had the conversation about hiring some additional help getting a nanny to come in and help us with the kids and that that has always been shut down he's just not interested in hearing it he's a little bit more open to it now ain't quite got there working on his work in progress when i get there i'll let you know because i believe in the assistance (laughs) um but because that is something that is non-negotiable for him when I need assistance and he's not available, we have to find other ways around that, which include family and things of that nature. My mother is an awesome support, so she's always available to help us in the areas where he can't. Um, so we enlist the help of other people and we identify the points and times in life where we may need additional help from family and friends. And we start to plan that out as much in advance as possible. When there are things as far as business are concerned, you know, for from a speaking engagement standpoint, for example, I speak and when I speak, I have to travel. There are parameters around jobs that I will expect or I will accept, I'm sorry, based off of how it's going to affect the family. So if it's a function that requires me to stay gone longer than X amount of time, then I have to decline it because it disrespects priorities in other areas of our life. Hope that's making sense. So in everything that we're doing, we're setting non-negotiables. 
we're setting expectations of who's gonna do it, when we're gonna do it, how it's gonna get done. We're identifying where we need the help and we start to create the plan, okay? Once the plan is in place and we've solidified, okay, this is what we're going to do. This is what, how we're going to operate. We then have some contingency plans and communication plans that says, okay, you know, we know that life is not this rigid. That's just not realistic. So if something happens that challenges these things that comes up and might disrespect the order of priority here, what's the process of coming to that decision? If it's a non-negotiable priority, then it's an automatic no. We don't need to have a conversation about it. It's just no. But if it's one of those things that we've identified that says, okay, if something happens and this is not something that both mommy and daddy needs to be present at, it doesn't take time away from the family, it doesn't jeopardize the help that we're going to create, then maybe there's a conversation and we have a conversation. We don't make decisions without one another. You know, I have had a terrible habit of when people ask me something, I just commit and try to work it out later. And I've had to learn how to say, you know what, let me get with my family. I'll check to see what we've got going and I'll let you know. I'll let you know. So that way I'm not over committing. It allows me time to look at the other things that I have already committed to and have already prioritized for this season. And it helps me to say, okay, on a level of one to 10, where are we as far as priority are concerned? What's the conflict? What level of priority is this? Is this a one, two, or three? You know, how does it conflict with the priorities that we already have in place? And if the conflict is minimal, then what's the conversation that I need to have with Tim? What are the adjustments that we need to make in order to make sure this happens? And that's kind of how we work through stuff because a lot of times... I will just hop in feet first and then try to figure it out later. And I've had to do the opposite. I've had to sit down and strategically plan how life is going to go at each season. Generally, we will do this at the beginning of each semester for school during the summertime. We'll sit down and look at what everybody has going on. And then we'll set some non-negotiables and we'll set the plan and say, okay, this is it. This is what we're going to do. And if anything comes up outside of this, let's talk about it. You know, let's let's have a conversation. Let's not commit to anything that's going to conflict with what we already have in place. This allows for easier decision making for us. This allows for us also to find that time that we do have available. So if it's say we want to go and hang out with our friends or there's an event or something that we see that we want to go to, it's easier for us to look at what we've already set aside as our time to see what time we truly have available and then fill that other space with things that we truly want to do. Date night's important to us, so we plan for it, right? And, you know, spontaneity, yeah, it's nice, but when you've got a six-person household, two businesses, a full-time job, like, that's just not real for us anyway because that's not the type of life that we live my husband's personality is very a he don't like to wait to the last minute to do stuff he wants to plan it out because he wants to be able to manage the budget and you know plan itineraries and all that good stuff it just does not work well for him so just at the drop of the dime we can't hop up and do stuff we've got to take careful consideration to everything that we've got going on or else we're going to be cuckoo for cuckoo puffs this also helps me say no because a lot of times I want to do stuff, 
But if I have already had conversations with the family, I know how Tim feels, I know what's expected from me as far as the kids are concerned, I know what business has going on, I can confidently look at my life and say, yeah, I don't have room for that right now. And it's not a dig, it's not, I'm mad at anybody, it's not that I don't want to go. It's just that I don't have the physical capacity to do that. So I'm going to have to decline in this season, you know, and you just explain that to people. If people can't respect that boundary, then that's their problem. Doesn't have anything to do with you. That's something that they need to work through on their own. I found this really, really helpful when it came to the season where I had to give up ministry. Like I just had my daughter. I was very active in ministry, very active in leadership, but there just wasn't space for me to be away from the home, at the church, and and, in that area of life, we really get guilty because we're like, oh, we're doing God's work, but that's God's church, and God will find the people in the seasons that he needs them to be, and it's family, it's God first, which is your relationship with him, then your family, then everything else, and if what I am doing in the name of ministry, quote unquote, is taking away from my responsibilities and my abilities to perform at my max at home, then then something's got to go. And I can't give up the stuff that I have to give up at home. So I've got to release these things. And in order for me to be a good mother and to provide for my family, I have to work. So there's got to be a pecking order. And together as a family, we come up with what that pecking order is. We come up with what the priorities are for that and we determine our plan of action on how we're going to attack it. So I kind of got off on a tangent. So I want to kind of recap this for you for a little bit, just to make it clear for you and then send you off on your way to try to see if this thing could work. So just as a recap, this is how we kind of operate. All right. We got a priority check system, right? So anytime I'm feeling like I'm off, like we strategically do this three times out of the year. But if I feel like in that time I'm getting off, then I have to go and reevaluate what's going on to make sure we're still all on the same page. So pretty much the way it works is that we will look at the season of life where we are and say, okay, right now where we are today, what is like critical mass? What has to happen right now or the world would fall apart? You know, what are the commitments that we cannot break? Um, What season are, are we in professionally? What does the business look like? What do we need to do in order to maintain business how do we grow things of that nature what are the like have to happen have to happen right now type of situations and let's write that out for everything it's six of us in the household so we kind of bucket it professional family and personal professionally I look at the business what's priority right now where are we what's the season that we're in right now what business model do we need to be pushing right now what products what services what streams of income do we need to be looking at making sure are coming in and we prioritize that one two three one meaning it's critical mass it has to happen right now if it doesn't the business is gonna die (laughs) not literally but you know that's the extremity two you know I would like to see this happen within the next few months threes is if it happens this year great if it doesn't then I'm not gonna be so upset about it and then three immediately comes off the list and goes on another list for another time doesn't mean I won't work on it that just means right now I don't have the capacity in my mind to think about stuff that ain't gonna kill me (laughs) so if it ain't like life or death we're going to sit it to the side and visit it in just a minute, okay? Because I need to rebalance. The whole idea around this is to get recentered, 
to create some breathing room so that you can get back to a place where you're happy and you're performing at your max and then you can add on additional stuff later so if it's a three and i'm not about to die and the world's not about to end it comes off the list we're not even talking about it right now okay uh and i do the same thing from the family standpoint i look at what everybody in the house has going on me tim all the kids where are they in school what are their commitments what do we have to do what would be nice to do and what if it happens great if it doesn't that's fine too whatever that number three is we take it off the list okay and I do that personally as well what are my personal goals do I want to um lose weight do I want to go on a girl's trip like those type of things we look at those things prioritize them one two three whatever is a three comes off the list I'm left with one and twos okay from my ones and twos I'm looking at my ones to say okay out of these things that are like critical mass like they gotta happen right now what's the one or two things that I can focus my energy on in each one of these categories that if I put my energy into it it will have a positive impact on everything else that I'm doing so for an example if pushing the podcast is the focus right now right if we're trying to get listeners for the podcast what should I be doing daily one or two things to help me accomplish that and if I do those things by me pushing the podcast inadvertently it'll help me get more speaking engagements and then boom we in business okay and then I reverse engineer that and I figure out what those one or two things are and I put my energy into those one or two things because I've worked backwards to know that by focusing my energy on those one or two things everything else will fall into place okay so now all I'm thinking about on a daily basis is one or two efforts that I need to be working on from a business standpoint now I'm not overwhelmed with 50,000 things that I think I have to do and none of them are getting me to where I'm ultimately trying to go and I've recentered my focus got a lot more strategic in the approach that I'm taking for business and now I've got simpler more bite-sized pieces of activity that I can be working on on a day in and day out basis to help me accomplish my ultimate goal professionally that's the professional bucket okay in the family life what are the things that the kids have commitments to what are the things that we have commitments to when are they let's calendar them out let's identify what's non-negotiable as far as attendance is concerned who has to be what who's going to do what what that schedule is going to look at let's outline that and put that in stone let's identify any areas where we need some help and let's start soliciting for that help as soon as we can what I've learned is that the sooner I can solicit my help, the better off I am because that allows my family, my friends to schedule their time out as well because they busy as well. So the sooner I know when I need the help and I communicate that to the people that I lean on because there's a very small group of people that I lean on, the easier it's going to be for me to get their help. So it's important that I identify what that looks like at minimum three times a year so that I can incorporate and enlist that help as soon as I know that I need it okay that's the family standpoint then personally I'm doing the same thing if I want to lose 20 pounds I need to be working out this many times a day based off of what we've already committed ourselves to from a family standpoint is this something that's realistic can I get it done and how am I going to incorporate that into the priorities that we have already set and then I do that and now that we've got that outline we've identified who's gonna do what when we're gonna do it and how we're gonna do it 
then at that point, I have created breathing room. I have identified if there is any room for anything else. And if something comes up, then I can safely say no if it disrespects anything that I've already got in place. And if it doesn't, then I have the ability to now have a conversation about whether or not it's something that I want to do. And if I want to do it, fine, I do it. And if I don't want to do it, that's fine too. I don't do it. And if something does come up that conflicts with what we already have in place, I'm looking at the level of these things that are in place and saying, okay, is this a non-negotiable or is this something that we can have a conversation about based off of what we've already identified? And if we can have a conversation, I'll have the conversation. But if it's something that's non-negotiable, I've already got my plan in place to shut it down and say no. It makes it an easy no so that I don't have to feel guilty about saying no. I don't have to feel like I've done anybody an injustice. And if anybody doesn't accept that, then guess what? That's their personal problem. Doesn't have anything to do with me. They'll live, right? They'll live. As long as your delivery is respectful, it's cool, you know, and if they don't get it, not your problem. You know that you've done what you can do to try to accommodate. Now you've got some balance. Now you can identify if there's any leniency to bring anything else into your life. And if there is, then do it. And if there's not, then don't. And don't feel guilty about it. Don't feel bad if you have to say to the kids, hey, baby, listen. I've had to say it like my daughter she's real busy in band and she wants to do everything like she was a freshman this year she wanted to be the drum major I swear but there were things that came up that she wanted to do and I'm like okay it's not marching season you know you're a freshman based off of the time that we already have and based off of the things that we already have in place it would be nice for you to be able to do that but based off of the family's capacity right now, we can't. We can't. So let's put that in a bucket to revisit that again at this time next year. And now that we know that that's a thing, we'll consider that thing next year when we're looking at how we're going to navigate through the school year. And, you know, while it might be disappointing because the kid wants to do it, it teaches them about balance. It teaches her how to balance her schedule. It teaches the other kids how to have respect for one another and how to have consideration for everybody. And now the family is operating as a machine, being able to support one another, being able to bond and spend time together. And everybody's happy. We've taken the consideration of everybody into effect. And now we can safely create a, a spirit of happiness at home instead of confusion and conflict because everybody's fighting for time that we haven't properly managed and haven't properly put expectations on you see so our whole goal is just to make sure that everybody is getting the max out of the time that we have and that in us being the parents especially me from being a mom standpoint and the primary responsibility at home when the kids get home from school and stuff it's important that the system is in place because it's very easy as a woman to feel like you're not doing you know I I don't know a parent that likes and enjoys to tell their kids no you know yeah if they tick us off it's easier to say no in those situations but ultimately when we are that involved with our kids like we want to see our kids happy and we want them to do as much as they want to do 
But we have to be realistic, especially when you got a lot of them, about what they really can do. Um, and, and that's not to say that they'll never be able to do all things that they want to do. But I mean, the reality is that the world is going to be like that, too. Like you will you can have an idea of what you want to do, but based off of the consideration of other people and, you know, this teaches them conflict resolution and how to strategically think and use their critical thinking to work through problems and figure things out. So we don't hide it from them. We have conversations with them about it to ensure that they understand this decision-making process as well so that they can appreciate all that mommy is doing and daddy is doing for everybody in the household and ultimately that makes us happier and, and when I get to a place I'm telling you when I feel like I'm off and I'm snappy I'm grouchy like it throws everybody off and it it it, it rubs off on everybody the kids at school Tim at work so when I see those things start to happen I'm like okay wait let's let's get back in order and generally when I go back to doing this this helps to balance everybody out and inadvertently we all have a happier life so hopefully that kind of sheds some light into how we kind of get some of these things done you know we could talk about this for hours but if nothing else today just try to go and if you don't do anything else just kind of evaluate where you are in this season right now to see what needs to be removed from your plate and see if you can identify some areas where you can minimize so that you can maximize your performance so that not only you're happy but your household is positively affected as well so that's the show for today hopefully that was helpful for you if you have questions feel free to shoot me a message on instagram um be sure to let me know what you thought about today's show uh do you think it's something that you can handle what are you doing have you had some success in this area i am open to suggestions again i said i am a work in progress so this is what i found to be helpful for me but i'm always looking for ways to improve or are there things that you do that you find helpful that you want to share with us feel free to leave those comments on the blog as well uh but it's been great so hopefully that sheds some light on how we get some stuff done over here at the Whitaker house and if you have any ideas suggestions or questions feel free to let me know that's the episode today girlfriend hope that helps go out try it see how it works and then let me know how things turn out. I'll see you in the next episode, guys. Hey, girlfriend, it's that time. If you love this episode, I really want to know. Please subscribe if you haven't already and leave us a five-star review telling me what you love, what your takeaway was, and who you'd like to hear on the show. By leaving your review, it helps to continue to provide awesome content, and it also helps us to book guests that you love and want to hear from. As a token of my appreciation for your review, I'd like to send you a gift. I've compiled a list of my favorite boss mom resources that help keep me balanced, focused, energized, and sane, and I want to send that list to you. To get a copy of my favorite things, all you have to do is leave us a review, take a screenshot of it, and email it to podcast at kwerdeker.com, and I'll send you out the list within 24 hours. That's it. Until the next episode, be sure to connect with me everywhere. I'm all over the place. It's Kay Whitaker. This conversation has been great. It's been amazing. And I cannot wait to see you on the next episode.